Hey Gems, welcome back to the show. Let's not waste any time and jump straight into the topic. Welcome to the show. So go ahead and let us know a little bit about who you are and what you do. Hi, so I am a registered nurse in the medical ICU. I've been a nurse for five years. I started off as a new grad in oncology and transferred over to ICU two years after. Um, I've currently been doing COVID ICU the last two years, almost three years now. Gotcha, gotcha. So you're a registered nurse, which I mean, I'm sure has kept you very busy in the last couple of years, maybe always busy, but extra busy in this season. But I also know that you are, you know, working on other things and, and wanting to help nurses in another way as well. Is that so? Yes, absolutely. So since nursing is my primary job, I was looking into other ways to help with nurse burnout prevention. So my goal really was doing a holistic nursing journal, holistic meaning like addressing the person as a whole, physical, mental, mental and emotional, um, just by utilizing journaling as a technique for nurse burnout and increase awareness for self-discovery and well-being, since that's something that I really, really struggled with during COVID. Gotcha, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, I love that. And so, you know, obviously, like so much gratitude for anyone who's serving like in a position like that. I can't imagine I actually have a lot of nurses in my family. And um, I just know the toll that it can take just mentally, emotionally, physically um, to work the hours that you do to have to have the experiences that you do. Um, and oftentimes, maybe not like get a lot of appreciation or recognition. But what would you say, like in your, in your process of noticing for yourself right that hmm maybe burnout is like on my heels here what kind of things did you notice that other people might be able to say for themselves like oh no that's happening for me let me pay a little bit more attention to myself yeah i definitely lost my love for nursing for a little bit i wasn't as excited to go to work as i once was i also felt like everything and anything that i was doing wasn't worthwhile or enough I also felt super disassociated from work and then my personal life as well. I felt very depressed, anxious, started having panic attacks just with the thought and the idea of going to work. So those for me personally were like a red flag that something was not right and that something was wrong. Gotcha. So noticing like significant changes either in mood, behavior, you know, experience, would be good markers to pay attention to it sounds like um investigate you know what's going on and what's contributing to that so as you started to notice those things kind of recurrently being a part of your experience what was one of the first things that you did when you're like okay well you know i don't want it to keep being this way or i don't want it to get worse yeah so one of the few things that i really started to do was journaling my experiences so we all have our really bad days, but I felt like I was having more bad days than good. So I started journaling everything just to kind of see if there was common themes. Is this burnout coming from just work related or is there things in my personal life that I'm also missing as well that's like contributing to this overall feeling? So I really started identifying themes and identifying areas where I can improve at work. And it, it really took a long time for me to find those themes and to really see what the like, main issue was because it was difficult for me to really like 
have a hard, like long day at work, come home and then try to like write down everything that happened. Mm-hmm. A lot of times for me, it felt like, I can't believe that really happened. Writing it down just felt so overwhelming that sometimes it was even difficult for me to journal. So that was like one of the first things that I did was implementing journaling and also meditation, just a simple five to 10 minutes meditation, just to kind of get me out of that like trauma response or that anxious response when I came home. Cause I felt like coming home too, I was still in that high of the stress. So it was difficult for me to calm my thoughts and calm my mind with journaling. If I was still in a very like agitated um, state. Yeah, it makes sense. You know, if you have to obviously be like on high alert and keep your head on a swivel while you're at work as a nurse, right? Things are changing and evolving, especially depending on which department or or unit or, you know, part of the hospital that you might be working in. Um, But then it's like, how do I turn it off or turn it down when I'm no longer needing to use that part of my brain, right? Because it's a superpower in some ways but then it can also become kryptonite in other ways. And so it sounds like doing your best to implement the journaling and, and meditation though it was hard because I think that's something that a lot of people struggle with. It's like we hear all the time like, yeah, meditate, meditate, journal, all this fun stuff. Um, but it's really challenging to get into the groove and and pass the hump of when you're when you're like trying to meditate and your brain is just like running a thousand miles per minute. Um, so I love that you are being really transparent and saying like, it was tough to journal, but it sounds like you stuck with it. So what was it that made you keep trying to like give it a shot, even though it was difficult at times? Really, I felt like I can explain my experiences until I'm blue in the face, but nobody would really understand other than the nurses that I was working, that I am working with. They would really know what it was that we're feeling and, and seeing. So that was only my only outlet at home really is just coming home and saying, hey, I need to write this down. I need to see where I'm struggling. And that was a big, big thing for me is having those difficult conversations with other nurses is like, like if I'm experiencing this, are they also experiencing that, those feelings and the fear or the anxiousness or just the sadness, the sadness of it all. Hmm. So that really helped me just continue, continuing to journaling really just helped me feel like I'm less alone when I'm able to put those words in together to talk to other nurses about, about it. Right. So it's like, you have to, you have to understand what your own experience or be able to get the words together of your own experience before you can even communicate with someone else about it. Cause otherwise, like, where's the conversation going to go? Right. So it sounds like a combination of you being able to nail down what your own experience was that way if you did have the opportunity to to chat with someone else or recognize or see something that someone else was dealing with and be able to say hey like I see what's going on or you know I feel you or make someone else feel a little bit less alone in the process um seems like one of the one of the benefits that came out of journaling and I know that some people are like oh gosh journaling for some people it feels like an obligation um but there's different ways to do it right and um if we're willing to go to work in the first place and deal with the hardships that are there right like why aren't we willing to take this time 
to deal with with ourselves to to create uninterrupted time to sit with ourselves in difficulty I think that's a huge um, testament too you know what I mean because you're like oh no I have no time that's what people say right like I don't have time to journal I don't have time to meditate I don't have time and you're saying like no like five minutes if you don't have five minutes you literally don't have a life like even your kid sleeps for five minutes at least you know what I mean like even if you have a child they've they will sleep for at least five minutes at some point in their life um and hopefully you can find a way to to cut that time out for yourself were there did you find any rhythm as far as like journaling in the morning or like how did you make that time when that's something that is a resource that most people say they don't have right so at first when I started I always had that all or nothing mentality it's either a journal for 10 minutes or I don't want to journal at all so for me coming home from work and then dedicating five minutes for journaling was difficult because sometimes I didn't want to do it at nighttime. So then I felt like I just derailed my whole, um, derailed my whole routine, my nighttime routine. So honestly, I just made a promise to myself, whatever it was morning, evening, or at the nighttime, just write anything down because there's nothing more important than writing our own stories and sharing our own stories. Whether we physically share a journal entry with someone else or just to ourselves. Our stories are so important because our memories also fail us. So I think it's just not trying to be so hard on yourself and it has to be a routine, but just being gracious to oneself and saying, hey, one or two sentences here, you know, five minutes there. And then just being happy that you're at least able to write something down just to express yourself and let your mind be creative and feel maybe things that we didn't necessarily feel at that moment until we started writing so just being gracious really about your time and then just being gracious with yourself we're giving yourself the opportunity to even journal whether it's one or two five minutes ten minutes yeah you know what I kind of think about is like I I connect a lot of things to scarcity and abundance right so if we're all the oftentimes operating in scarcity then that's why we feel like we don't have fill in the blank. We don't have the time. We don't have the energy. We don't have the money. We don't have whatever it is, right? But if we're operating in abundance, we say, I have time to write down one sentence in my journal. Even if that's it. Even if it's just, even if I write one word. And then for people, it feels ludicrous, right? It's like, well, why would I write down one word? Like, what's your word for the day? How are you feeling for the day? And how do you want to feel for the day or whatever? That could be your journaling, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be a 10-page like memoir. It could be flexible, but for that habit to be instilled. And I love that you mentioned, right? Like you would set yourself up a specific amount and say like, I want to journal for five minutes. And you notice that you had this all or nothing mentality with it, but then you release that pressure off of yourself to say like, anything counts. So if I do a sentence or two, cool. If I do a page, cool but you wanted to reinforce building the habit over time, which I'm sure, like, have you ever journaled and felt like you were mad at yourself about journaling after? You know what I mean? Like, I don't think, I don't think anyone has ever journaled and been like, that was the stupidest decision I've ever made. Right. And even just things that I also write in my journal doesn't necessarily have to be like work related, but just basic three things that I'm grateful for some affirmations, and then if I'm reading a devotional, write what I learned from that devotional. You know, it doesn't have to be all 
mushy gushy feelings. It could just be, this is what I'm grateful for. This is my intention for the day, you know, just to kind of get the habit going. So when you do have a difficult day or you do have a difficult time with the situation, you're able to use that as a coping skill to say, okay, okay, this is what I'm feeling and how can I acknowledge that, appreciate that, and then be able to move forward being a better person, whether that be work-related or personal. Love it, love it, love it, love it. Okay, so gratitude, he just mentioned that. And, you know, obviously, like, we all have things that we can be grateful for. And I think sometimes it's easier and harder to maybe see what we can be grateful for or acknowledge what we can be grateful for. Do you find it comes easy for you to practice gratitude? Do you find it challenging? In the midst of everything and all COVID, it was very difficult for me to find some gratitude because I was just so clouded and so sad and just anxious all the time and high alert that it was difficult for me to say like, hey, why am I why am I feeling, you know, happiness and gratitude towards my life? And there's so many others that don't have that same experience as me. So I started feeling guilty at first practicing gratitude, but I realized that that's not going to make me a better nurse feeling guilty. You know, I was put here to be able to help others and acknowledging gratitude was a way for me to really empower myself as a nurse when I was really struggling. That's beautiful. I think so many people will be able to hear what you're saying and resonate and relate to that because that's one of the things I was often hearing, you know, in my therapy practice and in coaching and things like that was, you know, it in the midst of like crazy things going on in the world, societally and our communities, you know, um, that if for the most part things are okay, like having a stable income and like having a roof over our heads and like our lives aren't falling to pieces like how can we have gratitude when it's like the world's on fire around us um but i think like you mentioned it's necessary because how else are you going to serve at a high level right in your position and be the best nurse that you can be if you don't have the gratitude there to kind of carry you through and get you through the day even though it's really difficult and i imagine that it's challenging for people you know, to, to see and appreciate the gratitude when like so many bad things are happening to so many people and everyone's life is, is completely different. But, you know, as, as you mentioned, just, I think that so many people are going to be able to hear that and feel like, okay, she's putting words to how I'm feeling. (laughs) And I thought I was the only one that was feeling that thing. And so I appreciate you for, you know, just being transparent, you know, and sharing, because I know that me as a mental health professional, I know that a lot of you know, medical professionals have been struggling mentally, emotionally in the last couple of years. It's already a difficult field to be in, but really have been struggling mentally, emotionally um, recently. And so I just think about, you know, how many people are unfortunately suffering in silence and they don't have the tools and they don't, you know, have the resources or feel seen, heard and understood. And so hopefully, you know, if there's someone listening, this is a time where they can, for a moment, you know, say, okay, it's not just me. This is a, this is a whole thing. And maybe I can try something different. Maybe I can give something that I used to do a shot or give something new a shot to try and, and deal with, you know, this burnout or 
figure out what has to happen, you know, in order to, to make progress. Right. And for me also, I thought about just how I identify wholeheartedly with just nursing. So I thought about also like if I wasn't a nurse, what else would I be doing? Mm. So journaling also was like a creative outlet, like a playful creative outlet for me to be like, oh, um, I, I can dream for a little bit. Maybe I can be a writer. If I'm not a nurse, maybe I can be a writer or just kind of allowed me to just dream a little bit bigger beyond my career, right? Because we all have like our careers where, for example, for me, like I always thought, okay, I'll be a nurse practitioner. I'll, I'll continue growing in my field of nursing, but I never really thought how I was going to grow as Sam, as like, what does little Sam want to be when she grows up? Not just the nursing version, Sam, but the, the me, you know? So I, I also use journal, journaling as a way for me to find other creative things that I would want to do outside of nursing, just to kind of help me with that burnout and kind of just help me with, uh, with seeing the world in a different way other than just being, you know, anxious and, and depressed the entire time. So I feel like just journaling itself gave me an outlet to be creative and also permission to pretty much dream outside of what nursing is about. Wow. Yeah. I love that you mentioned that because I think we oftentimes get really attached, right? To our titles and to our positions because they're great, right? Like you're a nurse. That's a very prestigious thing to be able to say that you, that you do. And you've invested a lot of time, energy, effort, money into being able to hold that title and that position. But you were a whole human before you became a nurse. You'll be a whole human at some point when you retire or you decide to do something else or whatever. And how can you, you know, honor and recognize that even if you're still a nurse right now and that that identity doesn't have to be your sole identity. It's one of many. You're also a creative person. You're also a woman. You're also, you know what I mean? A friend and a family member and things like that. So I love that you mentioned the writing as a creative outlet and I think a lot of people not enough people take advantage of finding what their outlet might be whether it's dancing whether it's video games whether it's painting or drawing or whatever you know what I mean um to have just a, a an expressive opportunity to get things get things out of our our bodies and our minds in a different way you know I'm a therapist so I love talk therapy but I don't think talk therapy is the end-all be-all I think, you know, physical movement, hiking, eating, spending time with people, dancing, writing, like all of these other things holistically, like you mentioned, a holistic approach um, help a person to be able to manage life's challenges. Right. So the journal that I'm really excited to, to put out is really just for a nurse to not only view their patient in a holistic view, but to view themselves holistically too. So is there areas that maybe physically I'm not meeting? Yes, I work 12 hours and I reach 10,000 steps, but is that enough to actually keep me healthy and happy and live a long fulfilled life? You know, little things like awareness like that, that I also didn't have for myself. Like I was like, okay, I'm working my 12 long hours, that's sufficient exercise. That's enough for me until I realized like, no, it's really not. It's not gonna 
let, let me live a long fulfilled life just working three days, 12 hour shifts for the next 10, 15 years. So it's just the little awareness of, you know what, maybe I'm not meeting my physical demands. Maybe skipping lunch all the time is not going to be the best thing for me in five, 10 years down the road. You know, just setting those, those boundaries of like, you know what, I need a moment um, emotionally to step away from a patient experience or letting another nurse know like, hey, I, I need support. Like, I need you to be here for me. Can you cover me for like five minutes while I go to the bathroom, clear my head and come back? You know, things like that especially during the pandemic, those were things that I felt I neglected in myself. I worked through my lunches sometimes because I chose, I, I chose to because I thought that's what I needed to do. I didn't set my boundaries and say, hey, I need a moment to cry, like please. Or I didn't really think about how coming home and just not doing anything productive was affecting me, it was affecting me entirely. So that's the whole point of the Holistic Nursing Journal is just to really view the nurse like we would our patients. That is amazing. I love that you mentioned all of that because, you know, you mentioned physical activity and nurses are getting all kinds of physical activity. You got to lift things, put things down, walk all over the place, like just all kinds of physical activity. But on the other side, it might be that you need recovery, right? You know what I mean? You might need, someone might need to be doing some yin yoga. Someone might need to be doing, you know, not necessarily the intensive stuff because you might have certain boxes checked in your, in your physical health regimen. But there's a whole nother side. It might, mean, it might mean massages, monthly massages or something like that, right? So I love that you mentioned that because we need to, like you mentioned, think holistically which then includes all of these other factors and then advocating for yourself, having the good boundaries. I know from myself personally, I'm a therapist. I sit, I'm the opposite. Like I'm sitting all day. So nurses are getting 10,000 steps a day. I'm getting 10 steps a day, you know? So it's like, and I'm like, well, sitting's, you know, not the end of the world. I'm pretty healthy or whatever. But there was a point during the pandemic that I literally had the absolute worst back pain of my entire life. I was like, what is this? I haven't even done anything. And it's like, girl it's because you haven't done anything like you have, you need to go take a walk you need to you need to make sure that you're still attending to yourself and and making sure that you know you're you're taking good care and having good boundaries finishing my sessions on time so i can take a 10 minute walk and be back for the next session making sure that i block off a lunch hour just because i'm at home doesn't mean that i don't need to continue to work in a way that is sustainable and i think a lot of people were were faced with that challenge in the last couple of years just because it was just such a quick transition and we didn't have time to kind of think about like what are the best boundaries for myself in this situation like we're just trying to like put the fires out (laughs) so where is it that people can stay in contact and communication with you learn more about what you got going on um and support yeah so you can just follow me on s-soto04 on Instagram. I will be putting up a, um, a, all the things nursing Instagram page there just for quotes and journal prompts and also an ebook coming up soon. So um, if you want to check it out, that'd be great. 
amazing again i truly truly appreciate you for taking some time to be so authentic and vulnerable and transparent about your experience i heard a quote recently that was so good i had to write it down and essentially you know what trent shelton i think is who said it he said your transparency will lead to others transformation and so your ability to be transparent about your experience is going to lead to so many other nurses being able to have a transformation in their journey um, that wouldn't have maybe otherwise occurred if if you weren't as transparent as you have been. So I have to give you your flowers and say thank you and, and we appreciate you and look forward to supporting you as you continue to do the amazing things you've got going on. Thank you so much, I appreciate you. If you enjoyed this episode and would like to support the podcast, you have a few options. You can subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to it, and you'll be notified as new episodes are uploaded. You can also leave a review or send me your feedback. Doing so helps me to create content that's relevant to what you want to hear about. And last, you can share the podcast with a friend. Whether it's directly or sharing it on your social media, it helps them to know that you think that this is information that they need to hear about. Thank you.